0: We are recording, hold on, recording, 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 recording. On Friday, April 28th, 2023, at 4.7 p.m. Eastern, 4.18 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Guys if you want to support the podcast, click the little red button, that's Locals, or you can go to the description, buy the merch. Those are all my custom graphic designs. that all supports the podcast. Um, As I was telling you beforehand, I have gotten your last name wrong several times, so I'm not even going to pretend to get it right, but it's spelled... Churcher without the first star, so like ch- Chucher. but you said it's it's Cooher, coo so yeah, I'm not even fucking close with that, but uh, Amberly, please introduce yourself
1: uh, I'm just Amberly, I'm just a fan of the show and I've just been watching for so long, and am watching you grow and becoming more I don't know, in love with the idea of hope maybe I like that you used to be really, really angry in the very, very beginning. Like, very. So, like, I have probably watched over 600 episodes, and I've only been watching you for a year and a half. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you uploaded something about how many, t- how many minutes you had added to Spotify, and I think I had almost like doubled that amount. <laughs> Hell yeah! From listening.
0: Hell yeah! So,
1: like, it's and it, it seemed you seem to be backsliding almost. Is like that you, good? you got away from. No, it's not good. You're like. What is the word? I'm backsliding? Yeah, so like you're going back into your like your angry ways. And I oh. think it might be the pressure that you're putting on yourself because you think the podcast isn't getting there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not growing as fast as you want it to be. You're not seeing it for like the beauty that it is.
0: Mm. I get that. If, you, no, if I, you can admit
1: that it's beautiful.
0: No, no, it, it is. Um, I wouldn't say that... I'd say any anger or intensity i'm i have now probably is an aspect of it is is sliding back but some of it's also more like utilizing like uh, i think it was hunter s thompson said fear is like a wild animal like you can use it you can use fear you can use fear to pull your like carriage He's like, but keep a shotgun trained on it in case it turns on you, right? So you can have a pack of wild wolves pulling your fucking horse and whatever your buggy, but be ready to kill it because it might kill you. And I am, I am consciously trying to tap into that, that like anger and uh, exasperation because that's also a it's 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 a well of funny. You can pull that from it. You can make something funny. When you're just like, fuck this, I don't fuck it under, like, right? But it's kind of yes. like a, it's like a fire, right? You also don't, if it turns into a forest fire, it's uncontrollable. So then um, it's not, I can't like completely say, like, I know what I'm doing. There, there a hundred percent as an aspect of, I get angry, I get caught up in it. But I also do find myself kind of playing with it more where I'm like, let it out just a, just a little bit, just kind of let it, you know, let that, cause that's what it is, is it's, is it's, um, what, what am I looking for? It's genuine. So if I'm looking at something and I'm like, what the fuck? Like there is a genuine amount of just like, "What? why the fuck are we doing this? Like, what the, like, that's real. And if you let it get away from you, it'll eat you. But there is also a reality. Like when I do a live stream and I log in and on the front page of rumble is power slap competitions and it's got yeah, you black
1: pill yourself hard. It's a hundred
0: thousand views of people watching somebody smack someone else, and I'm like, why did I just do an hour and forty five minutes, episode with Jeff Nyquist about the geopolitical implications of the twenty 20- four? And you're like, what am I? Why am I not just like taking my dick out and being like, you'll never guess what Kim Kardashian said? That's
1: what can you sell out?
0: I don't think I'm capable of. I don't no, think. I don't think I would. I don't think. I think part of me is it wouldn't allow it.
1: No, because you left Rumble. Like, I know Rumble, like, kicked you off and all. No, no, but, YouTube, like, you... YouTube. Oh, yeah, YouTube, sorry. YouTube kicked you off. Yeah. But in, in reality, it was your choice to get kicked yeah. off because you weren't willing to settle. True, huh? You weren't willing to compromise yourself.
0: That's a good point. Like, you...
1: And, like, if you compare Rumble to YouTube, like I think you did with the Asia guy, you should have over 100,000 fans on YouTube if you were still allowed on it, but you would have yourself compromised. Yeah. And can you do that?
0: No, because then it's it all comes back to this, is if I, if I made peace with doing a job I didn't like for money, which is what most people do, and there's nothing wrong with it, then I would just go become a doctor. It all comes back to this, is I decided not to go to medical school because I didn't love it. So if at any point the podcast becomes something I don't love and instead it's just a compromise to make money, well, then I'm going to go become a doctor, make a lot more money and help people. So I always have to tell myself, like, if I don't love every episode I'm doing, then just cut out the middleman and go to medical school because it's to me, that's the same. I'm doing something I don't want to do for money. I might as well go be a doctor and help people and make a ton of money. So I can't rationally I can't compromise like if I'm not going to like enjoy the podcast and be who I am okay but shut it down delete the accounts sell all the studio equipment and apply to medical school
1: it's just I am already hear you swearing doing that <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah I don't
0: but that's the thing is I'm also like too arrogant to admit defeat so I'm not going to do that
1: have you de- have you decided who you are?
0: I don't think that's like a good decision
1: you do it it absolutely is you get to decide whether or not you're a good person or a bad person you get to decide whether or not you're you're going to hand something to a homeless person or call them a name you...
0: okay I think there's who you are versus who you like choose to be like in your heart of hearts you could look at like a homeless person and be like they need love, like, that's somebody's baby. Like, you don't get to control that. Like, you don't... You don't control whether or not you're straight or gay. Like, your attraction is your attraction. I don't choose to want a Big Mac. I didn't... I didn't choose these genetics. I like bacon. There's no, like, I consciously decide to like chocolate today. Now, I see a Reese's cup, and I'm like, fuck yeah. That's... But you get to choose whether or not you eat it. So... I guess in a sense you do get to choose how you act, but I don't think you get to choose who you are. That seems kind of like you it's you just
1: Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. But why are you choosing those things? Like when you look at a Big Mac, why are you choosing why, it?
0: Yeah. Or versus why are you choosing not to eat it? And it's like, "Well, cuz I want to lose weight." And it's like, "Well, then are you really a victim to genetics and going, "I want the bacon" versus like where's the decision to not eat it come from is that not the true you
1: it's the, a value like your 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 self-worth hmm yeah do you deserve to be healthy That's a good or point. are you gonna hate yourself today and eat the big mac because you know your podcast isn't growing nothing's happening you nothing's going the right way big mac.
0: You, yeah I think we eat a,
1: a lot of our feelings.
0: Oh, absolutely! I, I gained seventy pounds after my brother died. No, I'm I'm very aware of that. It's, but the thing with like food is like it, there's kind of a microcosm in that, and that there's kind of a, like a microcosm of the macrocosm of Buddhism, is in the microcosm of eating, in that there's a great quote I used to have on my laptop in college when I was in like great shape, and it's you either suffer the pain of discipline or suffer the pain of regret. There's no. There's no in between. And I find whenever I take a cheat day, even if it's well-deserved and I've lost a couple pounds, about 20 minutes into the cheat meal, it's no longer great. You got rid of that base hunger and now you're just like, well, now I'm just undoing time in the gym. And so now you're regretting it. So it's like right now I'm in the middle of dieting. I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now. I was hungry all throughout the night if I go and eat a ton of fucking food for like five minutes, it'll feel good because I won't be hungry. And then I'll be going, fuck. And it's, so what's the macrocosm then? The macrocosm is Buddhism. It's life is suffering. There's, you will suffer hunger or you will suffer regret at giving into hunger. There is no peace.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I totally have to disagree. Life isn't suffering. Life is love. If you choose love over fear, then you have a much more peaceful life.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. I agree with that.
1: So when you're choosing to have your cheat day, and not just necessarily you, everybody, when you choose to have a cheat day, you pick foods that you associate with happy. Yeah. You pick foods that decides that like, in my in, at this time, like because we we don't just eat because we're depressed. We eat because we're happy. Mm-hmm. You graduated high school. Let's go for dinner. Yeah. You. Holiday. You got this. Yeah. Wedding. Exactly. Yeah. It's revolving around food. Yeah. And just now we have even worse options.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, fully, I fully believe life is love. If I didn't believe that, I've, I would have killed myself a long time ago. And I'm not I'm trying to be funny. I, I mean, I think Alan Watts said that the, the, we all have the first philosophical question you have to answer to yourself is ask and answer is, am I going to commit suicide? If the answer is yes, then go on with it. If the answer is no, then acknowledge that you're going to be here a while and now, then you can move from there. And then there's the whole that opens up a whole nother set of philosophical questions, but pretty much like, are you going to like you turn on a video game? Like I I, I downloaded a game called Tropico, which I I think it's like SimCity. And I was like excited to play and I opened it up and it was like, you have to play a tutorial. And instantly I realized all I wanted to do was run around and like shoot people mindlessly, like ghost recon or grand theft auto. And to me, that was kind of the question of like, if I want to play a game, and the answer is yes. Then it's like, well, then we need to go through the tutorial and learn the controls of the game. So if I download a game and it seems really cool and the graphics are great, like Ghost Recon, then I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take a minute and I'll probably have to learn how to play it for like an hour. And I don't want to do that, but I want to play the game. So I'm going to do an hour of, of groundwork so that I can enjoy 100 hours of the video game. Versus like Tropico, I downloaded it and instantly I was like, it was like, what kind of economy do you want your colony to have? And I was like, oh fuck this! Like, I, it's the end of the day. I'm tired after podcasts and audiobooks and emails and phone calls. I just want to blow shit up. And it's like, you have to determine: are you an agrarian? And I was like, I opened it up, and I was like, yeah, fuck this shit. And <laughs> so that was that was suicide. Is are you going to hang around or not? And my answer was no, <laughs> right? So, yeah. so to, to go back to it, I do believe that life is love. That's why I'm hanging around. But within that life, I fully, and I don't want it to be. I also do think that life is just, life is suffering. I think it's, there's just pain. You, you sleep in and then you regret because you didn't do podcasts and go to the gym. Or you wake up and get out of your warm bed and put on workout clothes and walk out into the cold and walk to the gym and you're like, fuck this. But you're happy afterwards. So, I mean, I but think, what if
1: you were peaceful the whole time going to the gym? What if you didn't apply a feeling, positive or negative, to going to the gym? What if, if, if I, it just that. was?
0: If I reach that level of like detachment and ascension to where there's just peace and love in all things, yeah, that that's I mean that's I think the goal of every like conscious being in all of reality, right? Is to would love to think that <laughs> is, is to reach peace and yeah, no no one thing is good or bad. It's just happening. Now, that's the end goal is the end goal is I dissociate from reality and just love all things and just, I don't know, walk out into the woods like Buddha or some shit and go get lost in a cave. And everyone will wonder, what happened to Tommy? But (laughs) that's that's best case scenario until then. I don't know. I'm kind of navigating the. I also kind of like it, though. I I a friend of mine's a psychologist. And I was like, what's my psychological profile? And she was like, you bitch about how many episodes you have to do and how you're running out of time. She's like, but deep down, you love that. And I was like, that's so yes. true. I fucking love but when you, to. Yeah.
1: When you bitch about it, you're creating part of your story that it is a terrible thing. And then yeah. you're getting those negative feelings. And then you turn it around on the other things. And uh. if something doesn't work the way you want it to, because you're already sort of kind of irritated. Yeah. But you're not actually because you do love it. Hmm. You love the grind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, and there's probably, I mean, not probably, there is, you know, there's ego involved in all things. And you always want to rationalize it and be like, well, no, that's not a mistake I've made. That's something I'm trying, right? That's not a flaw. That's by design. It's like, no, it's it's okay to be flawed. We're all flawed. I think that, I think constant irritation and, and not settling is probably what drives this thing forward because i'm like i'm not okay with it and and that's how you i mean i vividly remember in evolutionary genetics sitting next to my friend and the class average on this is like 2011 the class average on the test was like a 60 and i got a 97 and i was like motherfucker because i got the one question i got wrong i was like i know that answer I, I i read through the question too quickly like reading through your email too quickly and i misspelled your name in the thumbnail I was like, it wasn't even that I had it wrong. I just, I went through it too quickly. I remember she looked at me and she's like, I can't believe you got a 97. I was like, I know it's, I was like, it's fucking horse shit. I should have a <laughs> hundred. And she looked at me and she was like, what? And she's like, I failed this test. And I looked at it and I was like, yeah, whatever. I do like whatever. I don't care. Like, I'm cause I don't care. I'm like, I want, I want it to be better. And I think by aiming for that 100, you fall short. And you get a ninety seven and you're not happy with that. But in objective reality and relative reality, a ninety seven's a kick ass score when the average is a sixty. So like
1: Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with saying, Fuck, why didn't I get a hundred percent?
0: Yeah. But I so I think like the irritation and the anger it probably comes from like a Pavlovian thing because that's kind of served me well my whole life is aiming for perfection and then falling slightly short so like it's probably healthier to go the podcast is go- doing great and it's a an, it's a wonderful thing that's all and how do. can I make it better yeah no 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 sure and how can I make it better right and out of out of a place out of from a place of love <laughs> but I don't know I also think it's kind of good to just be in like war mode and be like why isn't it working faster you know and there's a ton of drawbacks from that right there's a lot of stress and a lot of induced stress that maybe shouldn't even be there I'm, I'm completely open to that but for better or worse it's the operating system I've chosen
1: or the just the one that you're used to
0: or the one I'm used to correct or the one I'm used to I've thought about it, like what happens when it, when it really does work, right? A year ago I'd be going, what do you mean it's working? Because a year ago I had like 5,000 subscribers, now I'm at 16. If I could talk to me a year ago and I said, what is it gonna do when it works? And me, a year ago would say, it is working, you have three times as many as I do. And a, a year before that I had like 100. I'd be like, you have 50 more times than I do. So not in that sense. I mean when it objectively works, when it makes a, a ton of money and I can put it away and go, "If I live below my means, I don't have to work anymore," and, it's, and it gets millions of subscribers. I've thought, like, what do I actually do when I reach that point? Because I fully believe it will. And the reality is, is I know the, the war mode will slow down. I won't be able to lie to myself and be like, it's got to get better. At some point, I'm going to look at it and be like, this is pretty fucking sick. And I've thought a lot about that. And I am looking forward to that because I think what it's going to be is I think I'll probably do like three episodes a week. And I'd like them to be like two, three-hour episodes. And like not rush it and not have to do it. Like right now I'll cover news stories that I don't necessarily want to cover but I know it will bring in views. Like what would it be like when it really is I don't have to do anything for anyone? I think that will be probably a turning point where it it comes from love. Like I'll talk to someone because I really I want to talk to them and I don't even care if anyone downloads that episode. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, but I don't think in in that you're being true to yourself.
0: How so? Because
1: because people that are watching you are watching you. Like the podcast is the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're not coming back to watch your guests. That's a good point. If somebody doesn't like you, they're not going to watch the podcast. I and think like, some to people fair, do hate watch. I don't. I don't think that I I was watching it to be like I watched because of Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough. Those are what drew me to you when I found you on Spotify. But what really solidified you, because I wasn't that keen on you because you were this angsty, you seemed like an angsty teenager. Never saw you (laughs) because I didn't watch on Rumble. (laughs) And then you interviewed Boz. And Boz was my most favorite character in The Blacklist. He has like five lines in the whole five years that he's on the show. But there was something about his presence on there. And when you brought him to life as a human being for me, and then you allowed yourself to come out to him. like not come out. like you you just let that love and that joy for everything come out in that episode i was like okay so this kid's cool shit i can do this that's cool man yeah and there have been several times in your episodes that when you are truly there you have no walls up and you are Mm. just responding to people that we get to see real you
0: and those are my those are my favorite episodes they're few and far between but it's yeah, when the entire like it's time to crush it! and like, when all that kind of dissolves away and it's just like, you know, you just want to experience love and creativity and yeah, that's like the innermost like core of like what I really am. Yeah, and those are my favorite episodes where you get to let that out.
1: And it's not even like the whole love. That like that it revolves around the one that you did with Roseanne Barson just recently, like you had a great time on that show, and I'm sure most of the people that were hate watching it, if there were any, could actually see the joy and the, just the way the, the both of you talk together, like it it was seamless. That was it, such a fun episode. It, it was, <laughs> <laughs> and like that's the when you drop your walls and you just let yourself shine, those are the episodes that like you can. Like I, I stop folding my laundry, yeah, <laughs> and I start paying attention,
0: <laughs> yeah. But those are also like, you can't force those. That's kind of like the, the I guess beautiful thing about those. Is like I can't force those. If I tried to force it, you'd be able to tell because it would just be like, did you ever see remember Groundhog Day? Yes, with Bill Murray, yeah. right? And you know he's going through all the. He's trying to win over the girl, right? He's trying to get laid. And, you know, he goes through and he find, you know, he, he just does it a million times. And he's like, you know, drink to world peace. And then it's like, oh, you throw the snowball at the kid or whatever. And it's, oh, you're so playful. And then there's that one time where he's like rushing it. And he's like, let's build a snowman. Let's start. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, ha, 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 ha. And she's like, get the fuck away from me. That's how it would be if I tried to force the loving episode. People, it'd be like an uncanny valley. They'd be like, what are you do? Are you hitting on me? And I'd be like, Love is just love. We all love each other. People would be like, dude, yeah, yeah. get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah. People listening would be like, dude, Tommy's on f- Tommy's high as a kite or something. Tommy's on a bunch of Viking and I'm like, we're all just loving and creative and Yeah, people probably think I'm going through like a manic episode. So that's the thing, is like I think people can <laughs> pick up on what's real and what's not. So like I have to like be who I really am, right? Instead of yeah. the Bill Murray, let's let's go build a snowman. She's like, get away from me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you, if that was a question and if I answered it or if I'm just yelling.
1: <laughs> I think it was a little bit of both, maybe. I already forgot.
0: Something about love <laughs> and being who I am, or. Yeah, I don't know. It's. It is like a. It's kind of meditative in that when I meditate so many times I'm trying to meditate and it's like, you need to become more calm. You need to become more peace at peace. You need to like feel the world around you. And it's like, that's not meditation. That's an observation of meditation. That's an imitation, right? It's like telling yourself to laugh at a movie. A movie should just make you laugh if it's funny, right? It's, it's reflexive, right? Right. You don't tell yourself it's time to sneeze. It just is here it is, right? Time to sneeze. Versus when I'll actually like settle into a meditation and I'll manage to drop the like the checklist or the expectation of what it should be. And you just kinda sink inwards, inwards, inwards and then you'll feel this like great wave of peace and gratitude for being alive gratefulness that reality is and those are the most real meditations you weren't trying to do anything you just really were enjoying it and to me that's kind of what this podcast is is so often i'm I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm trying to do an episode, right? This is a serious episode, and today we're going to talk about Taiwan. Versus, like, right now, the episode you and I are doing right now is much closer to like the authentic thing, where there's absolutely zero expectation. I mean, clear, I I didn't even know how to spell your last name. Still can't pronounce (laughs) it, right? You pronounce it fine. That, but to me, that is like the most genuine podcast. There's no expectation of, well, I wonder how many downloads. are like, I don't give a fuck.
1: But for someone who doesn't come prepared to his podcast, how can you have expectations?
0: Expectations in terms of like you want the show to grow.
1: Yeah. But like if you're so me versus Dr. Malone or Dr. McCullough, because Dr. McCullough comes on more to give you updates and stuff like that. Your only expectation is that he's going to give you updates. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or are there other expectations?
0: No, there's none.
1: No. So what expectations are you applying to yourself to make you go? Because with Dr. McCullough, you are much more relaxed because you've interviewed him many times. Yeah. But you seem to, like, halfway through new guests, about halfway through, you do get comfortable. Yeah. Maybe your expectations are too much. Or maybe you just think you have expectations. Yeah. Or the person that's coming on the show is going to have expectations of you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's like a weird like hall of mirrors. So like, I don't even know what's real. Do I have expectations or do I expect myself to? <laughs> and then you kind of hit this moment of like, where you're just thinking too much. It's like when you look in, like you're at the grocery store, if you're like the produce aisle and you look in the mirrors and they reflect each other. Sometimes it just goes up too much. You're like, am I expecting myself to not have expectations? And then it just flat lines. And you're like, I don't know, make a dick joke. <laughs> you just like pull yourself back down to reality. You know, you're deep into an interesting talk with Dale or something. Then you're just like, Dale, what's it like to blow up a car? And you're like, huh? You're <laughs> just like, I don't know. What's it like to kill people? And you just kind of snap yourself out of it. I don't know. I don't know. as As much as I like go to war with it every day and I'm trying to force it. I think deep in the back of my mind, I also know that there's like a there's an aspect of fate to this. Right. Absolutely. Like. okay, like 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 being pre-med pre-med was pretty cut and dry. Right. It wasn't literature where you hope your professor likes your way of writing. It was OK. Did you get the equation right or wrong? There's no opinion. Right. Physics. Did Did you understand the problem or not? It doesn't give a fuck what your opinion is, what your political bias is. It's what happens when this ball hits this ball. Do the math, dipshit. And then you can just apply a ton of effort to it and outscore everyone else. And that's pretty, it was like as purely merit-based as anything I've ever done. Working out. doesn't matter what anyone's thoughts are about It doesn't matter if, you know, who you voted for. You just go hit the gym every day, eat correctly, and increase the reps slowly. You'll build the muscle. Barring that you die, it's pretty transactional. This is very out of my comfort zone because it is me, and it is truly based on the growth is directly dependent on how many people like it.
1: And you don't care what people's opinions are, as you said. But I, I know. Times. But
0: I want it to grow. <laughs> I, I want it to grow to the largest number possible. But I truly have just dark disdain for anyone's opinion of anything. Tommy, I really didn't like that podcast. Kill yourself. Like, exactly. I, I, like, I'm like truly light your house on fire with everyone inside of it. It means nothing to me. But please subscribe. St- <laughs>
1: Before you kill yourself, before subscribe. you kill
0: yourself, make a couple accounts, Tommy. I really didn't like when you had this guy on. I understand that, and I hope you and your family die in a car crash. But thank you for the feedback. Yeah, it is. Just
1: ask him to suggest someone.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: And but, I was trying to make that point during one of the live chats, but you got very angry. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my,
0: you gotta understand when I'm doing live chats, that anger, that's all that's all fun if i was yeah. actually angry i just wouldn't do the live chat no no if i'm if i'm ever like speaking to someone on the podcast in a live chat and like yelling that's that's like playful right all right yeah
1: yeah it's really odd that you don't care what your viewers think yet but you I want, don't succeed I want... unless you have viewers
0: that is a kind of an insane what a fucking like insane contradiction That I just like don't really address. That really is that really is an eight hundred pound gorilla in the room. I don't give a fuck what any i i I genuinely don't give a shit. It's a waste of your breath to tell me. Now, one second, I need to check how many (laughs) subscribers I have. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me. But does my ass look big in these jeans? (laughs) What a what a what a free flowing hypocrisy. God, then I don't know which one I want more, (laughs) the channel to succeed, or to just be true to myself.
1: Well, I think that if you're true to yourself, people will just flock to you.
0: Maybe. I think I I have accepted, and it sounds stupid. It's like a 10-year-old telling you, like, you know, I've decided I don't, want to go to, I don't want to be an astronaut. You're like, well, I'm glad you've come to that decision, <laughs> right? And you, in your mind, you want to be a supportive parent, but in your mind you're like, yeah, hey, you were never becoming a – you're a great kid, you know. I've decided I don't want to win the Super Bowl. You're like, I, I'm glad you've talked that out. <laughs> so with that, I understand how arrogant this sounds, but, like, I've come to peace with that I'm not going to have the biggest podcast ever. Because I think in order to do that, I think I'd have to make content that I would rather die than making than make. I think you'd have to make such lowest common denominator content that I'd rather be dead than do that. Like, I'd have to review iPhones. Like, I don't I'd have to. I'd have to do you like... You wanted
1: to talk to the elevator guy last week. Yeah. yeah. But that's the kind of stuff that like a lot of us are interested in, not everybody. Yeah. But if you did like a 15-minute segment yeah. of the dude standing at the elevator shaft, Yeah. there's an entire show called How It Works. Yeah. And yours would be 15 minutes uncensored.
0: Yeah. And then it would... And then I'd kick him down the elevator shaft and <laughs> really get some views. Um, no, but like I've I've come to peace with that like... If you want the greatest number of viewers, I don't know them, I'll never meet them, but like a PewDiePie or a Mr. Beast, I think they're I think their true desire is just to get the most money, which is fine. I'm I'm a capitalist, go for it. I don't think they have any like deep love for the content they make. You know?
1: No, they're not being true to themselves.
0: When it's like today I bought a hundred thousand Hershey's bars. You're like, all right, dude. I mean, you've been doing the same video
1: for like 10 years.
0: I get it. You're making money. But there's like a deadness behind their eyes. Exactly. And and I don't want to like not succeed. But I'm now I'm like, you know what? I would be happy if this podcast made enough to pay my bills. Now, now I'm like redefining my own success. you're like
1: redefining it, success,
0: yeah, I'm like if that made if I made enough money that I was just I could just pay my bills, <clears throat> I don't want a mansion. I don't want fucking a private plane. If I could just pay my bills and like do this and just talk to people, to me, that is success. I don't because you're never gonna get a hundred million subscribers by talking to bio weapons experts about. Ebola modifications. They don't care. They want to see Kim Kardashian's tits. And, like, that's not a compromise I could make. So I don't know. Maybe it's. Yeah, redefining or defining what success is in my own eyes. I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: I think you're right I think you do need to define what success is going to be for you because at one point it was just making it so big that you could give back to mental health and Mm -hmm. if you could just save one person along the way that Mm -hmm. would be enough for you. I'm sure you've saved a lot of lives so far I'm sure that you've changed a lot of lives so far and I think you're thinking small Mm. we all need each other we're all one. There's a the be the change you want to see in the world. I really don't want my children watching Pootie Pie or Mr. Beast of a twelve year old that thinks she's funny and loves to mimic those things. Um, you should hit her. <laughs> I do on a regular basis when she wears shorts. I take huge joy in slapping her her thighs so much. I love a mark. Yeah, good. open hand, no closed fist. <laughs> good, good, yeah. good. I am. I am. A different kind of parent I don't believe that my children came to me engineered and that I'm just supposed to stand around and let them do whatever they want I believe that they they had a personality in the womb and I'm supposed to guide it into a successful member of society yeah like you can see my child's room he's the the room I'm in right now is the child of a 16 year old he's got a car's blanket bright green because at one point he wanted to do green screening and dance moves and weirdness there is a four foot giant plushy penis on his bed there's a plunger on his bed somehow i don't know why but i totally encourage it he used to go to school with a a shirt that had the a circle and it had the airplane that carried the the nukes on it the gay so it's the airplane inside a circle and it looks like a peace symbol and i was like babe i don't think you're gonna get away with wearing that at school. that's awesome <laughs> He was nine. That's <laughs> such that's a his... sick shirt.
0: That's <laughs> that such a hardcore <laughs> shirt. Peace through peace through deterrence.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: That's badass, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't out encourage your
1: filters. <laughs> 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 and it has now it's no no longer his shirt. He outgrew it. And it's now his little sister's shirt. Hell and yeah. she wears it with just as much joy as he did, knowing that she's taking a joke to school that in today's society should be offensive.
0: It's also just, but that's also accurate history it's peace through deterrence. I know know we're (laughs) jumping from like following your heart to like dropping nuclear weapons on sovereign nations, but on an aside, um, no, I, I, I don't have kids. I don't think I'm going to, but I mean, having three brothers, yeah, no, like nourish them for like the unique individuals that each are. But then there's also just like the hard line of mom and dad parenting of like, yeah, hey, you're not doing that. Like you're seven. You're not, you're not getting a tattoo. You're not wearing <laughs> I, it. Yeah, yet. no. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't know. We I have... do
1: no filters. We don't, I don't try Like I, my husband gets so mad at me for some of the things that I have taught our kids
0: uh-huh. just because. I think the first swear word I ever said, I think I was mimicking my dad. And I think my, my mom, I don't remember it, but she's like, I was mortified. I was like five or something. And it was like raining outside. And I looked outside and I was like, oh, the fucking rain. And my mom was just like, <laughs> she's like, my heart went down to my stomach. And then I think, and then I think she, she spanked me or something. But like, even that was like, well, it was dad's fault. <laughs> like, <the> fucking rain
1: <laughs> and i've taught my kids that swearing is okay in songs but you need to master the english language and having a normal conversation before you stop dropping the f-bombs in your conversations yeah you're not allowed to go to the doctor and say my fucking ass hurts you yeah. have to yeah you, you have to know how to talk yeah yeah and i've never i try not to put the negatives on them, I try not to put the positives on them. I try to teach them that everything is the way that it is, and if they have a feeling, it's not my fault. They need to deal with it. Hmm. That's we we don't do other people's feelings are our responsibility. No, I'm only responsible for what I say, not for what you understand. Yeah. So if for some reason someone thinks that I made them angry, I just ignore it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. They might be right. You might have made them angry but that's in their head and that's for them to fucking deal with.
1: Exactly.
0: I hate your top podcast. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to put your finger on the mouse pad and if you go up to the right <laughs> hand, there's an X and you can exit out of it forever.
1: But those haters are also giving you, you know,
0: use. But I want to. Well, that's the other thing. And that's, 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 that's the quiet part out loud is, you know, well, if you could please watch a couple more episodes and tell me why you hate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eight views or love views, man. I get paid the same. How much do I get paid? Next to nothing, but you know, it's the same fraction of a penny. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. (sighs) There's. I've I've used this story before, and if you've listened to so many episodes, then you 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 probably do like know. Like, I always kind of compare this podcast to studying for the MCAT, and I do remember the final thirty days there's this weird like asymptotic curve, not asymptotic, maybe maybe, like bell curve to where it flips. And I was just getting more and more intense. I was like, and I was already an intense person if you can't tell. But I mean, imagine me like dialed up even more in college, like with no fun. And then imagine that guy dialing it up. (laughs) That's what I was in like the final 30 days before I took the MCAT. And I was just trying to like push it harder and harder. And like I went too far and it had the opposite effect. And I just went, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And like, I just was at peace. And I like,
1: the law of detachment.
0: And like I tried not to be at peace. I was like, no, you got to, like, you got to get back angry at it. And I was like, yeah, I don't. (laughs) Right? It's like once you grow up and you realize like monsters aren't real, you're, you can't lie to you. You Get scared. You know, get excited for Santa. It's like, I'm 30. I can't, I can't.
1: And if you think life is suffering, then you should have been suffering that whole time. Yeah. But when you finally decided to let go and just write it and just not care and just... Howard Bloom has that omnology mm-hmm. that basically everything's already inside of you. You can connect to yeah. everything that you need to. And on some plane... You did just that. You disconnected from what you perceived reality to be and just let things go. You just yeah. let it flow right through you.
0: Yeah. And, and so you and scored aced, crazy. Aced it. I mean, not like a marginal improvement, like almost doubled my score. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> which is absurd.
0: Yeah. You're supposed to be like, I hope I get 1% better on the test. I scored like 40% better.
1: Yeah. And that's because you let go, you weren't suffering. You just decided to let it be.
0: But letting go implies it's something. Letting letting go implies like I'm holding this phone and I'm deciding to let go, right? I had tried to like let go of my attachment to the MCAT and like months prior to that. And I couldn't. I was like, no, I got to take it seriously. When I finally did let go, I didn't choose to let go. It's like more so like it just left me. It wasn't like I was like today I let go. I just remember I sat down on a bed after a practice test and I was so angry and it was like, it's like holding onto a balloon and letting go of it versus the balloon broke off the string. It was just gone. I didn't let go of it, but once it was gone, I was like, well, I have no point. What am I to hold onto the string for? It's (laughs) whether or not I'm happy about this, the balloon's gone. (laughs) And it was just like, kind of just looked, looked at the balloon and was like, all right. There was minimal
1: distractions at that point too, weren't there? Like all your friends had left? Everyone had left.
0: It was, yeah. Yeah, everyone had graduated. And so it was just me. Do you
1: find that when you're around people that you become a different person? You're not necessarily letting go. You're always like kind of holding in so that you're more accepted or like people perceive you to be a certain way and they have expectations that you're always going to be that way.
0: No, I've been pretty consistent about the not giving a fuck thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I think one of my friends in because, like, no, like, in college, we're you know, we're at a party school, and, I, and on a Friday night, I'll, like, have earplugs in, and I'm studying in my room. He's like, Tommy, come party with us. And I'm like, no, fuck off. Did you come party with us? And I'm like, no, I'm going to lock the door now. And I remember one of my friends, CJ, told me, he's this big, fat redneck, and he goes, you have an impressive ability to not give a shit. <laughs> and... So I think that much has been accurate, like it's, but the letting go thing, it just happened. And I think the next day I was like, oh, we got to get back into it. And I was like, I couldn't even pretend to get back into it. And I was like, I don't, whatever.
1: You'd also subconsciously decided you didn't want to be a doctor too, right?
0: Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And like with this, like I'm working harder and harder. Like, like the video game streams at night now, and I'm trying to do like collaborations with others. And I'm every week I'm meeting with people from locals and rumble. Like I'm, I'm like reaching like a hundred and ten percent output of like everything I'm doing. The last three years I thought I worked hard. 2023, I'm I've tapped into like a gas tank I didn't know I had. And I can almost start to see the writing on the wall. I'm like, it's happening again. I'm dialing it up and dialing it up. And then all of a sudden, it's all just going like, to float away. And it's weird because I'm like, well, I don't want it to float away. But I also know, like, well, what happens after it floats away?
1: What part is going to float away? Well, if, Just if, the dial-up, or your love for the podcast, like, well, does and, that and, go with it? Is well, that and a catch.
0: And so that's that's kind of like the the <laughs> weird double-edged part of it is I'm like, well, if it has if the MCAT story has any weight, it should mean that I let go and it succeeds. But I succeeded and went, yeah, but I'm still not going to medical school. So it was this: I got the trophy, but I was like, I don't, I don't, want, I'm not playing the game anymore. Thank you for the trophy. You know, I'll use it as a doorstop, but like the trophy, which is what
1: all the greats do.
0: Yeah. So it's like the trophy I had drooled over, I finally got. And instead, I just like put toilet paper on it. (laughs) Like, it's like, whatever.
1: Move on to the next thing.
0: So part of me is like, do I (laughs) let go of the podcast and then it succeeds? Whatever happens, you know, fucking Joe Rogan retweets it or some shit, and it takes off more than I ever wanted to. But at that point, have i resigned from it and i'm just like yeah which is weird because like i don't want to let go of this like i deep down i love this i think deep down i always hated (laughs) trying to be a doctor because i was like this is never going to get easier (laughs) i fucking hate
1: this (laughs) (laughs) there's rules yeah and there is you have to follow someone else
0: yeah you can't swear. and You got to wear pants and all these weird Oh, things. No, you can swear. You you, you do can not swear
1: necessarily to have to wear pants.
0: Yeah. But there are other rules of like, you know, you can't show up drunk. Like
1: <laughs>
0: I could do that okay, here. So I could it's... I could show up drunk if I want, you know. Halfway through this podcast, I could just snort Xanax and be like, "Well, I got a couple minutes <laughs> before I'm <dro-." laughs> like So I think the difference is is at the very core, I do love this. And I also think that uh, I have the, this podcast will enable me to probably help more people than I ever could have as a doctor. And so like, I don't want it to float away for that reason, but I also kind of want it to float away because that will mean it's going to succeed. It's, it is, it's so like monumentally poetic. Poetic you know all the just like the cheesy lines of like if you love a flower don't pick it leave it there. it's yeah i fucking get it the instagram hoe like i fuck off (laughs) like you know but there is that thing is like who knows maybe like that's how it succeeds Is like when i truly kind of unplug from it but like i don't want to unplug from it i really just let the
1: chips fall How much outside of your box do you go, like, how much do you make yourself uncomfortable with how you try to get it to succeed? Oh, very
0: short of like, short of like selling my body, (laughs) like very, I step very far outside of my comfort zone. Like, yeah, like it's to the, to the point where I'm like, I have to explain to friends and family. I'm like, you understand this is a show, right? (laughs) like when I go see them it's like 4th of July we're hanging out or something you know they're trying to like make a small how's the show doing I'm like just for everyone here I want to preface this as like you know this is an entertainment like it's me it's it's your cousin Tommy like I'm not because you can't please everybody and if you do 1200 episodes it doesn't matter who someone's angry at you someone's very angry at you for entertaining an idea that they don't like
1: and that's their problem.
0: Yeah, of course it is.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But when you're up at like a family outing and you're, you're there for a couple days, you kind of go in there you're like, I need to make some amends with people. <laughs> like, I need to extend some olive branches, even though I personally don't give a fuck and I don't think it's my problem. It's or also... have them walk it out. Yeah.
1: Make them walk out their feelings. Like, why do you have to do the legwork? You got to walk out your own feelings.
0: My favorite people are the ones that just don't ad- address it. Like, how's the podcast going? I'm like, it's going good. And they're like, fuck yeah. And we just don't address it. <laughs> I'm like, but the po- <laughs> I'm like, like my brothers, I don't care. My brothers would be like, man, you really, if you really ruffle some feathers. And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, well, I mean, but they're also the coolest ones about it because they're like, you're making money. And I'm like, I'm making a decent amount. And they're like, fuck yeah. They don't give a shit. <laughs> So to answer your question, how uncomfortable if I made, I've gone, I've gone and maybe not as much anymore cause I'm used to it, but like I'm, I, I kind of have a tolerance to it now. I kind of have a tolerance to like openness now, but I mean, it wasn't always easy to like get out on, I mean, on camera and start talking about like the saddest moments of your life. Like there is a barrier to entry to that, where you're like, "What am I doing?" Saddest but,
1: moments or just moments, or
0: or, but you know, like whatever, you know, being vulnerable. In terms of when you said how how uncomfortable have I made myself, I've I've pretty much walked the line of every path of discomfort, short of like, again, like selling my body, <laughs> like. That's I, I won't do that, but. Yeah, just being open, trying to be as open as I am, trying to be as open as seemingly possible, try to entertain ideas that I don't agree with or I don't like with, but just for the sake of entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I've I've pretty much used, like, every possible weapon in my arsenal to make this thing work.
1: What about traveling? What about, like, going along with Dr. McCullough to one of his press conferences?
0: Yeah. But I, I re- I, I'm I a homebody. I really like my apartment.
1: That's your comfort zone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also don't think there'd be a whole lot of value to that. It'd be like, I can get people more open one-on-one like this. If I was walking around some conference with Dr. McCullough, it'd just be like these brief sentences here and there versus like when I get someone here for an hour, you can kind of lull them into like, it's almost like hypnotism and, Next thing you know, you're like again talking about the Anola Gay on your kid's shirt, like. So I, I I I truly don't think that they would actually be any better if I went along anywhere. Just personal thoughts. I just
1: following you along, like even if you were to upload like little blurbs of yourself out with your family or your friends doing stupid little things, or if you were at the conference, like a big conference, you'd have. That open up, like, even if you were just to put, like, little, like, six-second clips together of everything and all, like, key speakers and everything. You get to meet incredibly new people. Dr. McCullough gets to, like, brag about his cool little dude that does his podcast. There was the Canadian truckers when we had them. Anybody, all of us were searching for even just the smallest little three-second video of cars honking. (laughs) Yeah. And the COVID story is still really big. Everything Dr. McCullough does is still really big. I'm not saying it has to be just Dr. McCullough. Sure. No, no, I got you. Love to follow Howard Bloom around for a day.
0: That'd be (laughs) fucking wild. I bet that's a head trip.
1: Yeah. That man's incredible.
0: That guy's brain is like, has like its own heartbeat.
1: Right, and he forgets that he was the publicist for so many incredible. Yeah, no, we're
0: talking fucking hour, and he'll casually drop. He'd be like, "I remember when I was making like Michael Jackson's album," and I'll be like, "What? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, what fuck was that?" He'd be like, "No, that was Aerosmith." Anyway, and I'm like, "No, shut. Wait, what?" Yeah, but um, right now you're gonna hold down the podcast because I really gotta use the restroom. So um,
1: okay. Um, it's five eleven.
0: 11. What time did you have to do your locals call? Uh. I'm waiting for the guy to text me back, so I'll let you know. Okay, um, but you've watched enough of these to uh, you're going to hold it down. Yep. Nope. Your guest.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and I really don't want to just sit here and not do anything, but I really have nothing to talk about. I really wish we lived in a world that was just love. That wasn't the suffering. most important person in your life should be you it's really interesting to like throw the ideas back and forth The video makes it look like Tommy's chairs. Got little worms on the back of it. Oh, I wonder if that's his or mine. I don't want to touch anything. I don't know how to use computers. I feel like this is the longest bathroom break he's ever taken. No, it's not. I feel like it is. When the spotlight's on you, then, like, yeah, it kind of is. No. No, it's
0: not. I don't. (laughs) And that's where you have to dial in to just not give a shit. He gives a fuck. I'm a
1: very... Well, exactly. But, like, if there's nothing to... Not even that there's not nothing to say, but, like, I'm just a... I don't fill the the void with nothing. Like I'm okay with peace, like with quiet. Like I don't have yeah, like I can sit here
0: in a room. Yeah, I don't sure. Yeah, no, that's a. When I when I tell people to hold it down, I mean I technically don't want there to be dead air, but I've I've also abdicated any ability to for demands, right? Because I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. I've had I've had people say like, yeah, I didn't hold it down. I just sat here quietly, and I'd be like, oh, well, you know, it's done. <laughs> Whatever. You <laughs> guys shit.
1: And it's funny because it's the expectation that I have to not want to To leave dead air.
0: Yeah, no, you just stare at the make make the viewer uncomfortable. Just stare at them. Make (laughs) them feel uncomfortable. Fuck them.
1: Well, see, I got you on a big screen, and then I got me in a little tiny thing, so I can't actually see where my eyes are going or what's going on, and I can't actually like. Oh, you
0: you can you can change it so it's split screen.
1: No, I can't. I'll break it. It's literally Uh, it. uh, Whenever there's a something wrong with the computer, it's an operator error in my favor. All right,
0: fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, who gives a shit, dude. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's... Again, I I am kind of like reaching a piece with the podcast where like I like it as much as I like complain about it I I like it. I'm very proud of it. And I also know that there's no regrets like oh, I could have worked harder. I'm like, no. If I if I did more work than I am now, I, I mean, I, I'll be in the hospital. I'll be broken. They'll be like you need to sleep. So When you've done everything, you've tried your hardest and you've, you know, been true to yourself, including getting nuked from YouTube and there is just kind of a piece you reach where you're like, I've done. Right. And not everything, because everything would include, you know, betraying myself and just selling out. But I like back to the original kind of flow chart. If I'm not going to if I'm going to do something I don't love, I might as well at least go be a doctor. Because that's still interesting as much as I don't love it. It is fascinating. So with the parameters I did, you know, install that are be true to yourself. Within those parameters. And, you know, being respectful, not doing ambush journalism, not doing clickbait stuff. Within the parameters I've established. And the amount of work I've done. There's nothing really to regret or wish I did better. Like, like I'm five eight. I'm white.
1: I thought you were five ten.
0: Sometimes when I about,
1: you said you were 5'10". Sometimes when I go to the doctor,
0: they tell me I'm five ten. Sometimes they tell me I'm five eight. So I don't know. So I was just err. I'd okay. rather say I'm five eight and actually be five ten than vice versa. <laughs> that's my, measurements. that's, I that's yeah. my logic. I'm like I'd rather no one have an expectation <laughs> of me being taller than I am. Um. But like, you know, I could train to run, I could train to sprint, all that good stuff. But if I go get on like an Olympic track at the Olympics, like through no like lack of my own effort, I will come in last place. It's just what it is, right?
1: The first time.
0: Yeah, I'm not beating Usain Bolt, Right.
1: If you, and see, that's where I believe that anybody is capable of doing anything. Oh, sure. If no, no, put I in mean, your time and effort. Oh,
0: no, sure. I could, I could, I could really, you know, you put your heart and soul. No, I'm with you. I do believe like anything's possible. Like I've had people ask me that like, but you know, but you know that certain parts of your life are over and like, no, I truly believe if I put my heart and soul to it and started right now, although I've never touched one of my life, I could be become the best drum bone player in history or trumpet player
1: absolutely
0: and I genuinely and that's not like a cheesy like you can do it I truly believe that I truly believe that there's absolutely nothing that you can't do but if I did go get on a track and got smoked by Usain Bolt no part of me is going to be like you didn't train hard enough I'm going to be like well you know it's like a 6'6 black Ugandan guy like some some things were going to happen and some things weren't right just just what it is i'm at peace with that i understand that that's kind of where i'm like getting with the podcast is like competing against myself i've done everything and given everything and i still have time left and i'm, and I'm gonna finish the drill but there's also just like a if it's meant to be it's meant to be you know it's not like i'm three episodes in and I'm like, listen. If the show's going to succeed, it's going to be. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: What's the typical average like podcast number for someone that's been doing this for three years?
0: Not twelve hundred.
1: No, exactly. So, so like, <laughs>
0: you know, and I think like the the range of people. I, like I, I would drop all humility and say I think my podcast probably has better range than any, uh, aside from Rogan. I think I probably as... have better better range than anyone i think i have the ability to talk to anyone about anything
1: yeah anything that you like sure or that you're knowledgeable in some sense of
0: or like the idea of talking to someone about something that i don't even care about but like let's it's a game can can i make it interesting there is you you do have to reach a healthy point of going like it's in God's hands like whatever happens happens right and you don't you don't want to lean on that too much because that will allow you to start you know well I don't need to work as hard it's in you know it's like well that's you got to be careful about making a you know an inalienable excuse of well it's it's out of my hands now Well that's kind of that's bullshit if but, it's in
1: God's hands it's in your hands sure you're just an extension of God
0: yeah So shut up and keep working. Yeah.
1: God gave you absolutely everything you need in order to succeed. Everything is inside of you.
0: Yeah. So.
1: So if it's in God's hands, it has to be in your hands, which means that you're still holding the ball.
0: Yeah. So like. (laughs) I'm not going to slow down. I'm going to keep going to the last second. But there also is just like a. You know, if, if it takes off, it takes off. If it hits like a happy plateau where it makes enough money that I can do just do this comfortably, I'm like, that's also fucking cool. I'm okay with that. If it, if it makes enough to just pay the bills, yeah, it's cool. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, you get to talk to people for a living.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. You get to do something you love. Yeah, like it I... almost sounds like you're kind of losing it. What do you mean? I don't know. You seem kind of like resigned to the fact that it might not succeed which is kind of like a contradiction. You're resigned to the fact that it might not succeed. Hmm. Not that it will succeed but that it might not. Hmm. It's it's a that, weird...
0: No, no. I, I think you're correct. There, that, There definitely is like a resignation in there. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like Maybe it's, like, my brain dissociating from, like, I've just tried everything. And at this point, I'm, like, I'm almost safeguarding my sanity by being, like... Or
1: maybe it's the balloon being let go or might, just
0: floating away. It might be that. Part of me is, like, zooming out and being, like, I'm only 32. I still got a lot of life ahead of me. Like, I can't let this break my brain. But, and and, you know... And this is the ego coming into defense, right? I want to say, oh, it's not me giving up. But I there, I think there is at a certain point, like a certain rational observation of it and going like, it's it's working. People do like it. The guests wouldn't keep coming back on if they didn't like it. And I've like heard, you. I've heard enough glowing feedback from it that's not family and not friends, right? People I oh, don't absolutely, know. Absolutely, yeah. Who are just like, dude, I fucking, I, I love whatever that i know there is i know that it's that it is objectively succeeding to a degree but it could very well be that the timelines off i thought it was going to take 3 years maybe take 6 i'm open to that but i have a limited amount of
1: time so before you have to get a job that you don't like
0: yeah and that would bring the number of podcasts down to probably like 2 a week and it wouldn't they wouldn't be spontaneous episodes they would be they have to be planned because if I only have two days off a week, it's like, I got to make sure I have a guest there. And if you're going to have a guest that is for certain coming on this day, this many weeks out, well, you can't bank on there being a news topic. So you probably got to settle on something older or a book. So it'll, the, the podcast will, it'll be a, a near death blow. It'll go. It'll basically go on ice. It'll be like comatose. It'll still be, be functioning technically but like episodes like this like this would never fucking happen I wouldn't have I'd be like I have two free evenings a week I gotta fit in like Dr. McCullough and like right because then then it's like the business side of like you have to get the heaviest hitters for those two episodes you can do so for all intents and purposes it would it would kill the show Um. yeah I don't know I think it's also just kind of painful to think about. Like, I love this thing so much. It's the most fun I've ever had in my life. It, this I'm, I'm having more fun with this than I did living in a frat house in college.
1: <laughs> but you weren't having fun in the frat house. You were studying, right?
0: When we did have fun, we had fun though. Get shit-faced and have Roman candle battles in the living room. Like I'm not even kidding, like lighting couches. No, I know,
1: I yeah. totally believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, like truly did some irreparable damage to that house. Like I think we spray I think we got so fucked up we spray painted our own walls one night. Uh-huh. When all the other brothers came back, we were like, Who did this? <laughs> had like we still had like spray paint on our fingernails. We were like, Who what is this? And someone would be like You signed your fucking name, man. Like, what? <laughs> Somebody set me up. It's Christmas break. Nobody's in town. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. But it's the most fun I've ever had. It's the most free I've ever been to express myself and to play with ideas and mental exercises. It's been the most rich dive into into history into topics I like and then being able to like find these people that I'd read about for years and then be like, I've fucking read this author's book so many times and then get to have them on here. And it's like, dude, I just like, I get to talk to this fucking guy. I've read this book so many times and now I'm shooting the shit with them. And then they tell me afterwards, they're like, that was the best interview I've done about that book. Like, I mean, it's just these like, you know, invaluable experiences
1: and you bring your joy into it that's probably why they have their the best time because you're actually choosing authors that you like
0: And i think that's maybe where the resignation comes in because it's easier to convince myself i'm i'm resignating to whatever happens happens is because it's like so hard to come to grips with that like it might not succeed because it has truly been like the most vibrant experience of my life. Like I didn't know life could be this fun. And I don't even say that from like someone who's like experienced depression. We've all experienced depression. I actually didn't know that. Like you can go get like fucked up with your friends on a holiday or something like that's a blast. But everyone also understands that that's not real, right? That's it's fun, but it's not real. That's not normal life. Getting shit faced in Times Square on New Year's Eve. It's like, that's not reality. That's a fun deviation from reality. I never thought day to day life could actually be this fun and this enjoyable. Like, it's opened up to, like a whole new, like a doorway into a whole new aspect of the universe. I'm like, oh, you really can do what you love and not work a day in your life. Like, I always Absolutely. thought that was just like a shitty saying. <clears throat> And then you're like, oh, wow, no, there is magic. Like, in this world, there is magic. And then to think that, like, the magic might have to, like, go out. I think that's almost impossible for me to wrap my head around.
1: But you're the magic. They're the one thing that's consistent with all of the podcasts.
0: But if it doesn't succeed financially... That's just what it is. That's the cut and dry. If it doesn't succeed financially by the time I run out of private investment, I have to go get a job and effectively blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's, I think, very hard to stomach is like, oh, it might not. It might not
1: work. What if you were to reverse the magic from being the podcast to being yourself? What if you carried that magic around with you?
0: A lot of it is like the freedom to be able to do this show. And like, do whatever I want, whenever I want. Like, it, like it sounds great. It's like a great motivational poster, but like, <laughs> you're working at a gas station. Like, it, it's it's gonna kill it. It's gonna kill them. Like, I'm with you. I, I try to keep it all the time, but I mean, after day four at the gas station, I'm like, have you read about the nuclear bunkers? And someone's like, can you just fucking ring me up? It's going to snuff there
1: can't out. be that many angry people in the world. No, I... <laughs> you've got charismatic charm for everyone except for.
0: There are some people that live to that live to hate people who are like,
1: "How you doing, oh. man?"
0: They're just like, "Oh, fuck you! You're enjoying Absolutely. this existence. <laughs> like, how dare yeah. you? How dare <laughs> you bring sunlight into my hell?"
1: The only time people have hated me is because I'm happy all the time. Yeah, like honest. This morning, I spent the day with a demented old man. Um, he's suffering from Alzheimer's. He is not to be living at home by himself, but he is. Mm-hmm. And his family doesn't understand that he's not him anymore. So he's lying. He's being erratic. He's mm. being aggressive. He, but it's not him anymore. No. And it's an extremely sad situation when I'm trying to deal with the family and with him. But then I leave and I'm just like, what else? That was then now it's now. yeah I'm and I go on into whatever little thing like I make friends everywhere as I go. I know people's life stories and I don't even know their names. yeah but I just I am I sit on my front porch reading my books yeah. and people will stop their cars and have two hour conversations with me just because you seem really happy. Mm. Why wouldn't I be? Mm. I can disassociate from everything else and just be in now. I know what the future expects of me. Like, I know what I need to do for tomorrow. But other than that, I'm just sitting in my contentedness. I'm not, this is all I got. Yeah. Everything that's happened has happened. Yeah. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I could go so I could hit by a bus. Yeah. And then what was all that worrying for?
0: Yeah. There's no reason for it.
1: None. So just going to sit in my contentedness now. And you can take it around with you. Yeah. Like, how excited were you the first time you got to interview Dr. Malone?
0: That was wild. Right? Yeah.
1: And that joy isn't necessarily because of Dr. Malone, but because you got something you wanted. Yeah. Something that you were excited for. When you interviewed Charlie Duke. Like, you fanboyed hard.
0: Oh, I still do. I, just- <laughs> I still freak out. I still lose my mind when he contacts me.
1: But that's not the the podcast. That's you. Yeah. That's that's not Charlie Duke. That's you. That is you letting your little boy out to play.
0: Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Hmm.
1: I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit.
0: I probably don't There, There's also just There's a level of Of happiness I get From achievement From like Doing an impossible task Not for anyone else Like I don't care if anyone else is in the world to see it Like the whole world could be gone And it's just me if like everyone on the planet was dead but me, but I still built an awesome card castle that I've been trying to build for several years, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, like I don't care about the how many people liked it. It's just like I did it, and like to date, like the proudest thing I've done is getting to medical school. I didn't give a shit who gave a fuck about it. Like my mom and dad and like were happy, and my friends were like, "Oh, cool! I know you. I know you wanted that. Good on you." But I didn't care. To me, I'm like, I, it was me. And like, I did the thing that for so long seemed like I couldn't do. And that's a lot of personal joy I get out of this is like pushing the boat off from the dock and it floats. And there's like a million sunken boats below you, all yours. But you finally figured it out. To me, that's like one of the greatest aspects of this existence for me is like maybe it really is solipsism and there's only one consciousness and all of reality and like i don't give a fuck like it is that that richness is still so real to me right whether or not we're in a simulation a reese's cup tastes great like i don't fucking give a shit this reese's cup fuck you it's but not like real you're, you're in a computer it's it's mushy your
1: card castle Your card castle is a story that everybody can relate to. Everybody's had that something in their lives that they've pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and and finally they get it. Hmm. And it doesn't matter what anyone else says because you can't take that person's joy. Exactly. Kids nowadays don't have that.
0: But so like the, the whole like, you know, how come you just don't take the joy around with you regardless of the podcast? I could and that's all like well and good. But I want to know that I, you know, it's like as I was leading up to the MCAT, I started to make like compromises with myself. I was like, well, maybe I'll go be a physician's assistant. Maybe I'll be a, a nurse. My mom's a nurse. I'm not shitting on nurses. But there's this like, you start to make little compromises with yourself and you lie to yourself. You're like, well, maybe that's a little more realistic. I had a friend that she, like, wanted to be a dentist so bad, and I th- I don't think she got in. And then, like, a year after college, she tried again. And I remember she would, like, if you talked to her, she'd be like, well, I realized I think I'm kind of happier being, like, a dental assistant. And then she tried a third time and got in. And she was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it never went away. You you made – and I get it. You made peace with it. You're like, I can't let this destroy my life, you know, which I totally makes sense, right? You're like – you know don't let it ruin your life but and even though I kind of had stopped caring about becoming a doctor when I did get in I was finally like fuck yeah fuck physicians I fucking did it and so like I could carry around the joy I could be the happiest gas station clerk ever but making peace with this show not working would be the biggest betrayal of myself ever I'd be like, well, maybe it wasn't meant to be. And like to me that's Yeah, that's I mean that's fucking that's putting the euthanasia vein in your arm. And being like, Yeah, well, you know, maybe. It's like, all right, dude, that's that's death. So again, in complete contradiction, you know. Thirty minutes ago I'm talking about the peace I have about it not working, and now here I am saying that like it's fucking death itself. I don't know, but it's also, it's not, it's not entirely insane. Like the friend I had that made peace with not becoming a dentist. What if she never did become a dentist? Like it's been 10 years since that. You know, it probably wouldn't be worth it to be hating yourself because you never became a dentist. Like it's, she's married and has a kid now. Like it's probably good to, to have gone forward and focused on life. Now she ended up did getting into becoming a dentist and she, you know, she got to have her cake and eat it too. But it's not entirely irrational to kind of make peace with, what reality is because you don't want to spoil the rest of it because you never got into dental school. So I don't know. Like there's nothing I want more than for this to succeed. There's truly nothing I want more. And the, then
1: it goes back to what is that success?
0: Yeah. I mean, is it like,
1: saving that one life or is it making enough to pay the bills?
0: I'm making enough to pay the bills. That's what I want because I have to... If I want to save a life, I'm going to save my own. Like, I want to, you know... I want to enjoy what I do in this this existence. Like, a distant second is world peace. Like, I'm like, y'all can go nuke each other. Like, let me... Let me get this show going. (laughs) I'll be the only podcast in the post-apocalyptic nuclear bunkers. I'll be on the ham radios. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, go nuke each other. But... I don't know, like I'm like I'm running out of ways to even imagine how it could succeed, let alone like it rationally succeeding. You can still think of ways to like well, if this happened and then this happened, like I'm kind of like running out of ideas of like how it could even succeed, like at this point, like I almost feel like it's just like if maybe Elon Musk retweets it. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of floating away
1: from the realm of rationality,
0: where I'm like, how much do you
1: reach out to everybody that already has like a huge following to like I, retweet? I've reached uh,
0: an, an embarrassing amount. For every guest you see on the show, there's ninety nine on there's ninety nine emails that didn't get responded to.
1: No, I mean like when you tweet something or like because I don't use Twitter, it's like the one place I haven't followed you. Um, do you ever ask people to retweet oh yeah sure yeah no that doesn't work
0: yeah no that's uh, yeah that's screaming into the wind okay yeah yeah I don't know I mean and then it comes down to like then you start asking yourself you're like well was this even supposed to succeed like I ended up getting into medical school but I decided I didn't want to go before I got accepted So if I never got in, I think I'd I'd probably, whether or not I got into medical school or not, I'd still be in this position, like where I am now. And I would be telling a different story. I'd be going, yeah, it turns out I wasn't supposed to get in. And I'm happier that I didn't get in. The fact that I got in, is like a cool little trophy. But it's had no discernible difference on my life. So at a certain point, you have to start asking, it's like, In 20 years, I might be looking back and being like, oh, yeah, dude, that wasn't supposed to work because then you never would have X, Y and Z. But then I'm like, is that just a compromise? Am I trying to make peace with, oh, it might not work? And it's like.
1: Well, you wouldn't know that if it's a compromise until it didn't work and then you created it. Yeah. After the fact.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: You could go replace Tucker Carlson. Would that be the same as like the podcast? Oh, fuck that. I'd kill myself.
0: Well, girl, okay, Fox but news. I'm Paulie <laughs> okay. Carrigan.
1: But if you got Tonight offered a position on Fox, like that, not on Fox.
0: I'd fucking if I end up on Fox, I want someone to come kill me, because it means that I will have been possessed by a demon. Or when CNN. I'm not trying out. to make this political. If I'm a news <laughs> anchor, someone come kill me, because it means I'm no longer in charge. There's a demon inside of me. Come say. And save... I
1: only said. Tucker Carlson because he just resigned, so they're like looking to fill a spi- space, right? No, he
0: got he got fired because he brought up that like the vaccine might have been pushed by corporate or profit hungry corporations, and everyone's like he's oh. so brave. I'm like, eat a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so brave. He fucking interviewed Doctor Peter McCullough. I'm like, what? Joe Rogan's so brave. He pushes the boundaries by having on Robert. Eat a fucking dick. I got banned six months prior.
1: But Nobody they cares. also sold out. Yeah. How can you compare yourself to people that sold out? It's hard to live by your values. It really is. In today's world,
0: it really is. I don't know why I just don't become like a shill for Pfizer. They'd probably pay me so much if I was like, you know what? I've interviewed all these guys and I realized they are wrong. <laughs> Pfizer's correct.
1: <laughs> but you need to have a name behind you first, you need to get successful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want it to work more than anything ever. I'm just not giving up. I think I'm maybe acknowledging that I'm not sure what else I have to do. I think that's maybe the difference. I'm not giving up, but I'm being very open and being as raw and as genuine as I can be when I say I don't know what else to do. I'm trying I'm I have no idea what to do. you know it's like if if you truly don't give a shit about OCHEM or calculus you, you try to get a, you try to get a problem right and after an hour you go fuck this I don't give a shit versus like you go to the professor and you're like I don't know what I'm doing wrong will you please take 20 minutes and show me what I'm doing because that shows you, you you still care you showed up to class and went I don't know what I'm doing I want to know though And I want to pass the test, right? That's different. I'm not giving up. I'm just admitting, like, I actually don't know what to do. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do.
1: And you do reach out to everybody.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. It's like, I want this to work more than anything. I'm just very, I'm from the heart. I have no idea what to do. I don't. I have no idea who else to like. What it, I don't know.
1: What's the best way to support you? Because I listen to you on Spotify. Since you've been doing live, I have been watching you throughout the day. Not watching you, I actually like just turn on listen, Rumble, yeah. the live stream, close my phone, and then listen. <laughs> no, I
0: mean, that th- those two help. I mean, subscribers, views, I get paid for that, locals, but. Locals isn't gonna do it. That's that augments the money I get in, and that goes to studio upgrades. But that that's not gonna. What's gonna do it is a massive uptick in viewers to the point where I actually make money off ads.
1: What about we getting people to sponsor you before you get ads?
0: Oh, I've tried. That's I've, I've I've been trying to do that since I'm still trying to do it. I've had zero percent success rate with that. I've had a higher percent success rate with getting people on my show who've walked on the moon than, get, than getting <laughs> fucking companies to throw me money. I'm not even kidding. I've tried to get Charlie Duke and Buzz Aldrin. I got one of them. There's a 50% success rate. I'm at 0% with with fucking anyone. Hey, I use your microphone. We you do my podcast? but Please don't email us anymore. Noted.
1: What about everybody else that's successful? How did they get there?
0: I don't know. Probably blackmail. <laughs> I mean, truly, I don't know. Go to Epstein's island, get compromised. I don't know.
1: But you're not interviewing
0: those guests. No, not are I, you? No, I wish I was, but unfortunately, I'm not at Bohemian Grove watching Dick Cheney sacrifice an owl <laughs> or something. In time, maybe I will, but. <laughs>
1: Do you Uh,
0: know anyone that has a successful podcast? No. I also like, yeah, I don't really know anyone that's doing what I'm doing. That's kind of the other like uncharted territory thing. It's not like, dad, when you were, you know, it's not like my dad comes up to me. He's like, you know, I remember when I was first starting my podcast and I was upset and my father came to me and it's like, (laughs) you know, no, my dad grew up dirt poor and like went and got a job in business and climbed the ladder. The idea of doing what you love, the idea of doing what I love for a living, is so alien to someone like my dad, who's like, "I was happy to have an income." <laughs> it's like so because he grew up poor. Yeah, so like I can't really like, I just want to do what I love. My dad's like, "Shut the like, work in the mines," <laughs> like, he, <laughs> and like, that's the other thing is I have to be, I also have to be like cognizant of like what my demands are in this world. I'm like, I want to love what I do for a living. Everyone's like, "Boo hoo hoo." <laughs> Like, I'm delivering Uber Eats at 4 a.m. So I'm also, like, very aware of, like, yeah, don't be surprised when no one feels sympathy for you. Everyone wants that. I just want to win the lottery. Is that too much to ask everyone? As a matter of fact, it is. As a matter of fact, it is. I just want to find the perfect person to fall in love with and live until I'm 100 and truly love this life. Oh, why didn't you say so? I don't know,
1: man. I think, what about writing your story now instead of your fat Irish pig? Bad. Although I did have an, a, a really good session, like talk with my husband about that because he was asking me about like, cause when I was, I'm like, Tommy asked me to be on his podcast and he's like, okay, we can talk about this later. Is, cause he,
0: that, is he a fat Irish pig?
1: No, he's not actually, he's a very, no, I'm tiny, saying, uh, I'm saying, did your husband say, <laughs>
0: Oh, is that the fat Irish pig? That, that line, yeah. by the way, Irish pig, I use that as for my favorite comedian Tim Dillon. He calls everyone oh, really? calls everyone a fat pig. He's a gay guy, so he has.
1: I know who Tom it's, Tim Dillon is. Yeah. So like because... women women have
0: no power over him. So he's always like whenever like a beautiful girl will like you know he'll talk about like try to like seduce him and get on the show. But he's gay, so he's like yeah. so I, so I you know what I said to that? I I told her I said you're a pig whore. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to hear him in his raspy cigarette voice. He's like, she offered me ass, and I said, you listen to me, you pig whore. You're, you're a pig whore. He's like, I'm a fat Irish man who likes Vicodin. I don't want any of your, your pig whore antics. You understand that? So that's where the fat Irish pig comes from. It's just, uh, l- listen, you're a pig. You understand that, you pig? Sorry, fat Irish pig, what were we talking about?
1: <laughs> so we were talking about it. And he asked me, like, what was it that, like, like, what was it you're supposed to, like, talk about? I'm like, well, I made a comment about how his story is just not the reality that all of us are seeing. Hmm. And um, that you're having trouble with the podcast. And I thought that, like, if you changed your story in the way that you talk, then there might be more success Hmm. just because you're letting more of you out. And he suggested the fat Irish pig as a new emblem because I also mentioned that you're into graphic design and he's like, well, why doesn't he make like a fat Irish Irish pig and put that as his, because it's one of the things is when you're scrolling through podcasts, when you see your TPC, it's just generic. Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. eye grabbing about it, but the fat Irish pig doesn't necessarily need to be your story, but it could be your main character.
0: I think I would. No, I get what you're saying. I, I would feel. I wouldn't feel genuine because it's. That's not like my thing. I'm quoting Tim Dillon. It's not even mine.
1: Yeah, that's.
0: it's. That would kind of rob from it. Also, I don't think. Maybe I'd... you could
1: ask him permission and then start talking to him and then. <laughs> no, it's
0: <laughs> it's going to end up with Tim Dillon trying to get me to a ho- hotel room. But, yeah. Because I'm like. I'm a younger man. That's what I would turn into. It would not turn into already. Success. It would turn into Tim Dillon trying to fuck
1: me. You've already said you won't stoop that low.
0: My older brother asked me, cause my older brother's the one that got me into Tim Dillon. He asked me, he was like, Tim Dillon ever, uh, comes to you and offers you success. And I was like, not a chance. Like you wouldn't. <laughs> and I was like, no, and he was like, all right, just, you know, you gotta be ready to do anything. I was like, not that I love Tim Dillon, but now, um, I don't know, man. Also kind of this is a part of like the normal arc for the day. Towards the end of the day, I start to become kind of more like a despair more. And then every day I like start again and I'm like I really do. I I guess I am kind of proud of that. Every every day I really do just cut everything off before this. And I'm like I'm doing two podcasts today. Let's go fucking kill it. So this also isn't necessarily too far out of like the realm of like my daily pattern of like, I always kind of despair as the day goes on. I'm like, why the fuck isn't it working? Which is, I mean, even yeah, being pre-med, yeah, it always started out like, let's go get it. And by the end of the day, I'm like, it's never going to work. What am I doing? <laughs> so this is also, if I seem like I'm down, it's, this is just part of my daily like cycle.
1: You're draining. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to think about everything we talked about today.
1: Before when you did your live streams for your, your video game, was your video game ever meditation for you?
0: Mm, it can be meditative. Yeah. And if I, if I need it, I'll play and I won't live stream it. I won't tell anyone what I'm doing. If I feel like I need to unplug... That's something where, like, I'm, as much as I berate myself, I'm also very good about putting mental health first and foremost. Like, I will, without blinking an eye, cancel podcasts, cancel anything, and be like, yeah. I, need to, I need to keep my head in tip-top shape. So whenever I feel like I just kind of want to go do this and not entertain people, because even live stream, like, you're still, in a sense, putting on a show. No, it's, it's important to just sometimes be like, yeah, I'm not fucking doing this. Because it is, you can fall into like a, a deep meditative state kind of playing games. And it's very beautiful. And I, I dip into that when I need to. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: What do you do to challenge yourself? When you have those thoughts. What do you mean? Like when you need to take a mental health day. When you start berating yourself. Like do you ever have a conversation like the other side, like the other angel? You got the dark angel telling you that you're nothing, and then you got the. To...
0: So like daily, uh, you know, I'm always kind of berating myself, but like I, I I do kind of use that as like a fuel source. I'm like fuck, I like, work harder, like get angry at the demons, like you suck, and I'm like fuck you. I'm watch this. I'm gonna go to the gym. Okay. I'm gonna go do the. So it's like it is kind of healthy actually, um, but whenever I start to really get down on myself. No, I'm actually very good at like flicking the demon off and be like, yeah, no, no, not today. And taking a day for myself. Like I'm going to like make my bed. I'm going to go for a walk. You know, if I need to, I'll go drive up and go see my parents. I've gotten very good at. One thing that the, the hell of losing a sibling does is that you do learn to... Mental health stops becoming a suggestion. Like there's one meme I saw. It's like, when your phone is on 20%, no part of you is like, well, I'll charge it later. You're like, fuck, I need to keep looking at memes. I'm charging this now. You're at McDonald's. You're like, I need to plug this in. Like, why do you treat your brain any differently? And that's one thing I am good at, is like, I don't put my brain on the back burner. If I feel I'm getting burned out, you know, I'll, I'll nuke my schedule. No explanation, but got to schedule, sorry. Fuck off. So... No, I'm, I'm I'm good with... When I really start to slip... I guess there's... I think there's a... I think there's a health, healthy relationship with self-criticism... Because you can kind of fight back against it. Like If I'm feeling down... I'll just be like, fuck this... And I'll just go... I'll go to the gym... Finish an audiobook... Do a podcast... Clean my apartment... And at the end of the day... I'm like, I killed the depression. Like, I shot it in the face. But on days when it's really bad... No, I definitely know how to like put it down and almost have like a self to self. Like, all right, well, like what's wrong? There's, there's clearly something wrong and it's not going to be solved by pushups. Like, what is it? So I think I'm better at that. Um, I don't know. We, we, we do need to wrap this one up in a minute because I was supposed to call somebody like an hour ago. Um. (laughs) The fact that they haven't called me makes me think maybe I was supposed to call them. Um, yeah, I, don't, I think I just got to... Today's April 28th, 2023. I have until April 17th, 2024. I don't think there's anything to, left to do but just... Just work hard up until the final the final day. Don't slow down. Don't... Well, it's all over now. No, I mean, put sprint to the end. But whatever happens happens it's it's a weird duality of of working hard and staying hopeful but also just like the universe won't end does that make sense
1: yeah but it's also like you said like maybe you had to do the podcast in order to get to something better
0: maybe yeah I mean, it's easy to look back now and be like, yeah, I decided not to go to medical school. But I'm looking at it 10 years removed. At the exactly. time, it was like, if I don't go to medical school, what the fuck am I going to do? And I was like, I don't know, but I know it's not this. So, like, it's easier now to look back and be like, yeah, I didn't do that. And then I went on to you know, blah, blah, blah it. At the time, I was staring at, like, the edge of a waterfall. I was like, well, I don't know what's over that. <laughs> like, but I knew that med- medical school wasn't it. And it was a waterfall of just pain and misery (laughs) for a decade. But... I do know this. Nothing in my life, good or bad, small or huge, has ever happened that I don't look back at and go, that was exactly what was supposed to happen, exactly when it was supposed to happen. And I hate it, because what it always translates to is... So why are you freaking out so much now? You know it's happening. You know it is unfolding to the second perfectly, like a Swiss watch. And I can look back over three decades and go, yeah, it's always happened perfectly without failure. But today's different. I got to make it. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. (laughs) You fucking, you you fucking unserious dickhead. (laughs) Exactly. God had my back throughout all of those years, but today he's forgotten about... No. The reality is this, is is it's terrifying and deal with
1: it. But it's not terrifying if you have three decades to look back on and say, well, everything is happening. But today changed. is
0: different. <laughs> Today's the <laughs> day it's really going to change. Despite all signs showing that it's working.
1: Exactly. That's what
0: my mom always says. She's always like, what are... The f- like, what are- as a nurse thinking out like vitals. She's like, it's making more money than it ever has. I'm literally getting a thousand percent more views per month this year than I was just four months ago. Not even like back in the pandemic. I mean, literally four months ago. I'm getting bigger guests now. What's the it's improving. There's a video game stream aspect to it now. I'm meeting with people from locals and rumble. But it's still not working.
1: I don't. It's not even like you're used to failure either. Like you don't fail at things. Yes. Like you you, you. you. Yeah. Like where is your thought process going when you need to get into that depressive mode?
0: Yeah, a certain point, I think I might just maybe need to admit, like, hey, you're just kind of being a pussy.
1: You just—that's <laughs> what you're used to.
0: No, I mean I know at a certain point it's going to be like no, no 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 it is working. You just enjoy moping around because you're a bitch. There is no tactical benefit to this. Well, by keeping myself on my foot, I... No, no, no. You're just kind of retarded. Yeah. No, there, no, there's no grand scheme to this. You're being a bitch. Cut it out. It's a beautiful spring day. I'm gonna play video games in an hour. What are you bitching about? Nobody in the... Shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. And that's kind of like. The more rational part of my brain It's like, no, you're 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 being an angsty teenager. You're being an emo fucking loser. Yeah. So just shut up, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's like being like an emo teenager to so my dad would never see so he'd like you be a teenager. But if at any point I was actually like life sucks, he'd fucking backhand me and be like, you don't know what fucking like poverty is. So you're allowed, you're allowed to be a teenager. I'll allow that. But if you step over a line, you're a fucking idiot and you're going to get put in your place. I think maybe that's what it is, is I'm allowed to like mope around and be like, it's not working. But if at any point I actually go, well, maybe I should just quit. Part of me needs to be like, all right, so you're brain dead, and you're ungrateful, and you're a fucking idiot. It is working beyond my wildest dreams. I'm sitting in, like, I'm sitting in, like, the spoils of war of this, in, like, a studio cooler than anything I could have imagined six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I needed, maybe I needed you to, maybe you, you appeared just in time. Again, back to the clockwork, the Swiss watch. You, I think you appeared on just the correct day. You were supposed to appear, and very politely told me to, you know, stop being a loser, <laughs> stop being an angsty teenager. Exactly. Well, I will uh, abuse our relationship and bring you on for
1: future therapy. I would love it.
0: Thank you so much. And um, thank you. Yeah, I don't know why I'm gonna try to explain. You've clearly watched the podcast. You know everything about it, so. <laughs> about to just like start explaining the show to you I'm like you've watched the episodes I don't know what the fuck I'm doing so yeah. I guess that makes it easier we'll just wrap it up um, well thank you for coming on um, do stay in touch I, I would genuinely like to have you on again that was fun that was enjoyable um, I hope I haven't like burned my bridges with whoever I was supposed to call an hour and two minutes ago so
1: that... but you said that they were supposed to text you back
0: well now I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm assuming that you know what you're doing I'm sorry <laughs>
0: No, no, yeah, now, yeah, now I'm like, well, was I supposed to, well, why am I, it's like when I made the thumbnail with your name and I misspelled it, I'm like, fuck, I misspelled it, and part of me is like, why did she tell me the wrong name, and I'm like, she never, it's in the email, <laughs> and I went back and looked at it, and I was like, no, you just misspelled it, and said, there's no one else, this is nobody's fault but your own, you misspelled it, and then misspelled it again. So with that, I'm going to call this person because they might be waiting on me.
1: All right. So do I just click the X and it goes away? Yeah. Like I well, log
0: out? Yeah, yeah, no, all, all in the Zoom meeting. Well, Amberly, thank you so much for coming on. Guys, thank you so much for watching. And, um, yeah, you already know how to watch it. So I don't need to send you the link. Um, have your email. I would love to do it again sometime. Thank you so much thank for your time. Amberly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Guys, take care. Recording much stopped. Much love. Peace.